I don't know. I'm I'm over nervousness, uh, <laughs> I guess. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to say. I mean, you I mean, people will react, and the opposite would be worse. Like if people were like indifferent. I mean, what would that say? I mean, that would be that would not be good, right? So people care about this, right? People, uh, I mean, invest their time in like in the decks and in the form. I mean, that that is. Um, I mean, it's amazing. Hey kids, we're back. It's another episode of Monster of the Week. And today you will be hearing from three Swedes jambling about pre-modern format. This is Monster of the Week. Constructing old school magic. What are we talking about today, Anton? Today we are finally back, Seb. And uh, yeah, shit happened during uh, the summer. Or not shit, but something big happened in pre-modern. And uh, we have been on a hiatus for like two, three weeks. We have been planning to do this interview with the father of pre-modern himself. But we got to talk to... Padre. (laughs) Yeah, the padre. Martin Berlin is in the house, and we will, of course, talk about the Lantex ban and the state of pre-modern. So that would be cool. Welcome, Martin. Thank you. What's up? Uh, not much. <laughs> <laughs> Martin has been uh, has been in my DMs asking to play pre-modern a bunch now. So yeah. I know stuff is up, and and we've been seeing you more active on the blog, right? You've been doing some mm-hmm. deck list suggestion updates and whatever. So you're kind of active right now in the format, right? Yeah, so it's surprisingly like hard to like just get together some spontaneous IRL play, uh, even, even here in Stockholm, where, where I supposedly uh, like a lot of players. So, but I've been warming up now and gold fishing for a few days, so. Yeah, love <laughs> it. Yeah, it's super. Well, it's super uh, great to see your name popping up everywhere now in both Facebook and Discord, Martin. I think uh, it means a lot to a lot of us. We'll be back and to reality soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been summer, so yeah. that's the that's the main excuse I have, at least. Yeah, you're a teacher, Seb. So. <laughs> yeah. So I've been, I've been I've been on my break. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so life. many podcasts out now, and they like do weekly content basically. So um, I think people get their fix anyway from uh, pre-modern podcasts. But um, yeah. so it, it was a well-deserved break here in Sweden, yeah. I think. Yeah. And uh, we've had a bunch of not only I guess you're hinting on the band there earlier the. Uh, unbanning and then banning and now it's the ban again i guess but we've also seen a bunch of like other content uh, going on and what i like now uh, before we get into all the different topics we have lined up today is that it's a real nice brew space i i, I 
I feel like it's opened up a bit. Yeah. Uh, and we see people. I I see it as a positive, uh, looking at the community in a whole. I don't know how you guys feel. Yeah, let's start with Berlin. Tell us. I mean, I I mean I actually agree <laughs> with you, Sam. I think it's a, like brewing a lot of uh, like deck archetypes feel more interesting now because previously to me like for instance like brewing an auto druid's deck that would just seem like if you didn't do it in the with the land tax shell it just seemed like an inferior auto druid deck uh, and 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 so on like also other cards like i wrote on like recently on the blog with civil library for instance Mm. Uh, you can focus more on that now instead of just having it as a sidekick to land tax, which was probably like the best thing to do it, given the, all the synergies there. So yeah, I I agree. Uh, I think it's excited, and I think a lot of people are like brewing up a lot of stuff yeah. now as well. I see people like. I mean, it's it's quite early still, uh, but I see like people kind of dusting off their black decks and yeah, yeah. Uh, and so on. So yeah, I black mean, you lose some and black. you 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 get yeah. you get some. I mean, I I hope that uh, that it is really like a net benefit in terms of like what uh, like number of decks that yeah. that can flourish now. But we'll have to see. I mean, it will be like direct effect and secondary effect and. And so on. We'll have yeah, to give it some yeah. time to, like, settle down. Yeah, and that goes into the whole ban list overall, I guess. It's not just, like, directly looking at one card. It's, like, what other cards are available or and not. But uh, uh, what different topics are we going into before we <laughs> head into that territory, uh, Anton? Uh, let's do just a brief recap the history of the ban list and uh, basically talk about Martin's view, perspective, or vision of uh, pre-modern. Uh, I mean, mm. we all were quite early adopters. Obviously, Berlin was the earliest, but, but I mean, we, we've been playing it in <laughs> Sweden. earliest possible. Yeah. <laughs> we've been playing it in Sweden since 2016, so... Uh, yeah, we've been stuff playing was... it since 2012. Yeah. I mean, in, in Stockholm. In Stockholm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But in Sweden, yeah. Yeah. But like the, this little baby of yours has become a giant. I, I'm I, I don't know what best comparison we, we can make, but like yeah, it 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 grew, <laughs> mm. and uh, I guess you're holding a position now that few people want. Like you're the sole responsibility of the ban list. That's um, that's a heated. Yeah, however you want to put it, Martin, you're always going to get shit regardless of not everyone can be happy. And uh, I don't know, like, like, let's give you some space to talk about your your baby pre-modern today. Like we have some questions to, to ask, but like that's that's the framework here, I think. I can take the heat. So, I mean, <laughs> I know you can, I know you can. <laughs> But I mean, hats off, because uh, yeah. everything you say will people will mark your words. <laughs> will be used against you. Yeah, yeah. I have to. In the Twitch video community and on YouTube. I have to be careful here <laughs> and weigh my mm. weigh my words carefully. No, this should be a spontaneous conversation, but uh, it's just like for the listeners. Um, this is a like IRL talk, so. 
Yeah, and you talked a bunch about this uh, clearly in the past, but uh, like just give a general, if you even remember now. Uh, I remember being with you recording a video with uh, Gordon when you like an introductionary mm. video to pre-modern basically, Martin. Uh, and that's a while ago now, but uh, what would you say was your... Clearly we don't need to maybe talk about how, how you want the form you wanted the format to be something between modern and what? How how was it when everything started? Why why do you exclude stuff and why do you include stuff? I mean, uh, I played a lot of what was then modern magic. Uh, I mean, contemporary formats like standard and modern, uh, and then I kind of. I was at the point uh, in my life where I want, I mean, I scaled down like competitive play for me because uh, there wasn't really like time and space and energy for that uh, at that point. Uh, so uh, I kind of shifted over into Dagic and the Dagic format <laughs> of, uh, of the yeah. day back then, and this was perhaps uh, like 2000. 2011 or something like that? No, 2000, yeah, 2000, 2011 probably. Like it was 93-94 uh, old school mm -hmm. format, which was, mm -hmm. I mean, always been going strong here in Sweden. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that was fun. Uh, but, I mean, pretty soon I also. I mean, started to get a little bit restless with that because uh, I mean, it, it's a, that's a very limited carpool. Even if I mean, it's a fair big amount of um, sets and cars, but still, like most of the cars are like shit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so I, I mean, it, it is that's like a format that is like solved properly. Uh, yeah. So you can't really play it that much. And at the same time, there was this. Uh, huge, like the huge, huge universe of cards, uh, like from '95 onwards, and I mean up to what was uh, when the modern modern. format started. Uh, yeah, then modern, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 and those didn't have a place. No, no, they really were really homeless cards, and yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean. I played since '94 myself, so I mean, my heart and mind was more, of course, uh, uh, in that era, in the in the pre-modern era. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I just figured, like, just this. I mean, it slotted perfectly, I think, between the '93 '94 format and between uh, the modern format. And then, mm. uh, I mean, '93 '94 already then was, I mean. Really, really expensive. Uh, everything is yeah. relative, of course. So, like in absolute terms, I mean, we, we had a huge price spikes, uh, all these price trends, like since then. But like, if you looked at the pre-modern cars back then, they were actually dirt cheap. They were. Yeah. They were uh, so yeah. cheap. It was yeah, so easy to cheap. have like tournament prices and uh, like, yeah, it was amazing. You could buy yeah. twenty well, decks for like dirt. No. Yeah, but but if I'm if I'm hearing you correctly, and if I am not p 
putting words in your mouth, but it's like you always had the idea of these different formats and there was a miss something. And if we go back to why you decide to include and exclude stuff out of the format, is that also in regards to what formats already exist, what you want out of the format, like, uh, for example, Force of Will or whatever? Um. It's hard to recall like the exact thought process, how it grew, uh, yeah. but I, I think it started a bit... With, uh, so so I, I, I built a, a cube very early, like a 93, 94 cube. Mm. Uh, and then as soon as I... All blackboarded now, right? Uh, not all blackboarded, uh, but <laughs> almost, I mean, except for the jewels and uh, power, but uh, okay. okay, whatever, but uh, I mean, when I completed that project, I, of course, wanted to build another cube, <laughs> because then I had uh, uh, had it going, so then, I mean, oh, I can build this pre-modern cube, I mean, it's really cheap, <laughs> no. so, uh, yeah. so that was like, that kind of, yeah, that was like a pa parallel process when I built the cube it was like okay this is yeah, the scope of the cube it's like the format right mm -hmm. uh, so then it was very uh, I, I think like the idea just came naturally it just to me at least mm. just uh, yeah yeah you're, you're thinking about like archetypes and like basically color pies and what fits in where and that goes then you go to that place I guess for what that era had uh, and how to make each like archetype like equal I guess right in a sense or did, was it with your cube that you had like overpowered more overpowered parts maybe that's cube in a, uh, and the cube I have like everything uh, I mean all the broken cars as well all I mean, everything mm. on the ban list basically mm -hmm. uh, but we we played it uh, last year Euros in Germany. It was a it was yeah. a fun cube. I really, was it, yeah, it was. Was it Martin? Did we play your cube? No, I you did. Played you, you played Frank or fellow's cube. But, okay, uh, we played cube. Uh, the day before. Thank. Okay, okay. But Berlin, how has your has your vision changed anything regarding premodern from this like last eleven years, or is it still the same? Uh, I mean, I guess the vision is the same, but I mean, some of the like motivation, uh, like the way I formulated it, then I noticed like now people that like really try to like, like overanalyze it in a way, like, I mean, I mean, the way it should be like this thing from other formats and so yeah. on, because I mean, mm. obviously if, I mean, if I make a ban list, uh, I mean, 10 years ago, uh, having that in mind that it should be distinct from legacy. Of course, some of those things yeah. can change. I mean, some of, of those things haven't changed. I mean, for so will, as far as I know, I don't play legacy, but as far as I know, it's yeah. still legal. So, I mean, yeah, uh, for so will and are really yeah. 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 And, yeah. And I mean, uh, I guess vintage also for so will is like yeah. a, a co cornerstone. So, I mean, that, that thing is true that. Uh, it's distinct from that, but I mean, other things may have changed. For instance, uh, there, I mean, uh, I guess like the, for, the power level, I guess, is kind of yeah. 
increasing all the time in these formats as uh, carpool grows ever stronger. So some, I mean, some old stars will fall, and yeah. I mean, uh, perhaps that will be. Uh, I mean, then you can make perhaps an argument for including them in pre-modern because now they're not like they don't see play anymore in yeah. uh, yeah, legacy. Yeah. But I mean. It's not that I look at those formats and try to like, ah, is it is pre modern different? Uh, is it distinct from Legacy yeah. 2023? Do I need to add a remove? I mean, now it 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 is its own thing, of course. And now, yeah. I mean, it should be as fun as possible, uh, really. And, it, and it's that's... not like you're you you actually t speak to people. It's not like you're sitting in your ivory tower and <laughs> 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 just get hunches in your stuff, right? It's interesting. Yeah. Some people have like different kind of what do you call it preconceptions or uh, like yeah. A, yeah, or yeah. ideas like of, of like this is uh, what it should be or... how it should be. It should be like the old extended or something like that. Yeah. In the old yeah. extended, it was like that, and it's actually pretty fun because I I never played too much of the old extended. I mean, they were different formats, mm. but. Uh, because at some point it was very special because it, they had a special rule that they 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 they're like the dual lands yeah. they didn't rotate them out for some reason yeah uh, <laughs> so it was a bit weird they didn't follow their own like rotation rules so but there were different external formats of course but actually I didn't play that much much external I played a lot of standard so for me maybe like that old standard decks that is more. Uh, what I've had in mind when I, yes. I, I come up with ideas or something like that, uh, but even that, uh, it's very different, of course, because the carpool is so much bigger. So I mean, it, it's kind of a standard all stars, but still not because some, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but it, I think that's I think that's a like strength with premodern that it isn't too colored of old extended. I played a lot of old extended and. Like, as everyone else, missing good mana initially was like a problem for me. And then it turned out it was the best thing with Precordate. Like, it's, it's standard shit mana. And it's great. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you, I mean, yeah, my, I my, that... my most distinct memory of Extended was, was a high tide. Uh, yeah. and, and that was, I mean, it was so broken, it was uh, completely ridiculous. It, I mean, you had the duels. I remember you, you splashed red yeah. just to splash uh, Pyroblast yeah, yeah, for the mirror. Course. And then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was completely ridiculous. I mean, in pre-modern, it's, I mean, of course, nothing like that. So, yeah, um, mm. yeah I mean, well, it is what it is. I, I wanted to have, like, I mean, I, I, like division, if is anything, is like playability, if you can say that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it should be play playable, and it sounds like a truism or something like that. But it should not be just. I don't know. I mean, it should be fun gameplay. Uh, and yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a turn one two format. No, I mean it should. No, yeah. I mean that's the idea more than anything else. Then I mean these things of, of it being distinct from other format. It's. It's. Uh, I mean. It was important then, of course, because it's not 
it's not meaningful to do a format which is extremely similar, I think, to another format for different reasons. I mean, first for the gameplay experience, you want something different, but also like in practical terms, if you want to, I mean, if you if you play, for instance, Legacy and you have a deck like with Force of Will and so, I mean, it's, at least I don't like moving around cards. I'm lazy, so I don't want to move. Like I don't, I don't want to okay. move like the cards so from my legacy. So that's why we deck. have a ban on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. I mean, so, uh, I, 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 I don't want to have to buy eight brainstorms. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe so, we should. So I'm a bit square, so I, I would like like my '93, '94 deck to be mutually exclusive yeah. from my pre-modern decks, which are mutually exclusive from. Uh, like my modern decks. <laughs> so, uh, you're you're very but, purist in that regard, like following yeah. contemporary rules and like a clear cutoff. There are no exceptions, mm. and I do love that. Like Portal isn't even like it, it's not about it because it wasn't standard legal. So you you have defined your your rules quite well, Martin, and you live by them. Yeah, and like going back a bit to decision and decision making. Uh, have, did you like scrap the watch list or because you did have have a watch list and now it's is it still up on the blog I, don't, I can't remember no it was abolished uh, yeah. several years ago uh, uh, what's your decision regarding that I remember you writing a post about it but uh, or did we just talk about it <laughs> it was like, it was actually up on the discord last night i think uh, okay, Kieran, okay. rafael corona asked about it mm -hmm. and uh, so mm -hmm. i actually read it last night it's um, it's a good mm -hmm. one the watch list no or... yeah the reasoning why he why martin okay. abolished um, the watch list it's a, it's a good reason well we don't need martin here then no so no no tell yeah, us Berlin can tell us <laughs> okay, words. or do you want me to recap <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have to. Um, I have to check here. Uh, so when when it was abolished, I had to double check uh, because I stated that in in one of the uh, in one of the. It was the the Jagmat's bargain ban and the frantic search unban uh, update. So, okay, so then in two thousand nineteen, yeah. yeah. Mm. Exactly. So up to that point, Jorgen's program was on the watch list. Exactly. Yeah. And then it was banned, and uh, I abolished the watch list. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, like the watch list made sense in the beginning when, when it was a small, uh, a small player base, and hmm. when like we knew, I mean, we, like, we knew that we didn't have uh, like the correct band is so to speak yeah or whatever that yeah. means yeah. but i mean we, we knew that we were off by a few cards like both regarding yeah i mean cards that could be banned and card cards that could be unbanned but mm. uh so but we had a stronger hunch for some cards that seem problematic uh i mean mm. bargain was of course one of them yeah. and then it made sense to to signal that uh but then like as the uh, player base grew and I mean partly because we gained more information but uh, mostly it wasn't like anything was going it wasn't going crazy <laughs> anywhere like some of decks some of the decks didn't really make sense right into like be worried about 
I think the one of the problems is that it's not only it's not only extended or whatever. It's a whole new format, as you said, <laughs> and it's there's so many cards. Yeah. So I guess that's what we saw with the. I think the perfect example is with the Devourer combo when that made a showing. Like, who would have knew? Yeah. <laughs> like out of all things that could happen, that that would have happened. You you have your eyes set on like. Yeah because it happened in another format where I don't know they have jewels and they have other band list cards uh, but then this happened so but, but, but I, real, I realized that it was like very counterproductive to have a watch list at some point because mm. I mean if you had a watch list then people would uh, like refrain from I mean Investing in those yeah. cards, yeah, yeah. I mean, to that you have to buy them, and, yeah. and and also, but also like investing time in uh, like developing decks with those cards. So yeah. mm. then people will play them, presumably uh, to a lesser extent. But then if people, <laughs> you're just that, hanging over them with your bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, when you find the perfect brick. <laughs> yeah, why should you? Why should you buy like the bargain deck? Which also, I mean, uh, no. is not expensive, but like Lion's Eye and Diamond is. So if you have it on a watch list, I mean, if you assume that, okay, this is a probability of X that it will be banned. Mm. <laughs> and when X is high, then, yeah. Uh, so, so I won't even test it. But then that has the side effect that I don't get any data either because then we don't see it in tournaments and then we cannot, yeah, we don't see how it performs. So it was contra. Uh, Productive, productive. I mean, for yeah. me, for the information, uh, and it was also, I mean, counterproductive for people. Uh, I mean, imagine you, if you have a deck with those cards, it may not feel so fun. Like, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, I guess, it doesn't make I guess sense. It was those last cards that you had, like, yeah, what the fuck? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe it will work. Maybe it won't. But uh, then there weren't that many other problems. But Except for bargain, I guess. So what what have happened during the history of it? You uh, unbanned land tax, you banned land tax, but no. What other cards on the watch? Did did you even have any bans on the watch list? Uh, otherwise, uh, except for no. No. Uh, I, I, think I remember. So. I remember illusions of grandeur and the soul lands were on, right? Yeah. And bargain. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. also, actually, also standstill. Yeah, standstill was on also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and that goes saying that none of those, I guess, are problematic. Uh, in that sense, would you say Anton? I mean, there's actually three tricks combo decks in uh, August top 16 now so maybe illusions of grandeur is back uh, so we'll see <laughs> i had right <laughs> I, I, I was right all the logo yeah <laughs> I, I think what what why it was on was because of jagmas bargain because the the combo of getting 20 lives meant 20 cards with with illusions of grandeur and uh, jagmas bargain mm -hmm. so it was reasonable to like put your uh -huh. eyes on them i guess back then but obviously the, the villain was bargain and not yeah. illusions of grandeur so yeah mm. Good call, good call, Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> but, and this is what, what's so like complicated uh, regarding bans and unbans because uh, you mentioned earlier, Martin, Oath. It's like a staple card, I guess. And that's why land taxes, uh, 
in a way uh, nice to have <laughs> banned and to like negate that perfect deck and that opens up space for oath i guess uh, and so there's a bunch of like if you have this but when everything becomes too set or would you say that's correct like if if a deck is there's am i wrong that there are several tier one decks at this moment anton no you're not wrong there ob yeah. obviously there are several tier one decks but but the interesting part with land text was that it wasn't like it wasn't dependent to work with oath there were several strong land text decks that didn't abuse oath at all so like land text mm -hmm. turned out to be pretty strong by its own merit basically with scroll rack and not just next to oath but it was a problem mm. that like you couldn't if you combine the two you couldn't play creatures or lands without getting really fucking taxed about it so yeah the quality of life aspect i guess was real <laughs> mm. what do you say berlin I mean, you can play artifacts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you put it like that, you cannot play creatures and lands. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of rough. Uh, I mean, to me, like creatures are kind of cornerstone of the format. Yeah. Mm. Or it might also sound kind of like a truism or like trivial, but I, it's when you think about it, it's not like really trivial. Uh, I think it's uh, for the format to be sound. It, it, Creature deck should be. I mean, there should be like a critical mass of good creature decks. Yeah. Um, mm. And we. But, yeah. Uh, but, but certainly but, it's good if. I mean, I think being able to play lands obviously <laughs> feels sound as well. So <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Yeah. Uh, and I I think that's true also for like if you we've been walking a bit around what the format is and we're talking about bans and watch list no but watch list and regarding unbannings and bannings that's also problematic right yeah. because <laughs> like you don't want to do too many things right away right i'm asking you martin yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, no i mean yeah, it's it's uh, a value in itself that things are like slow moving. I would say. Yeah. Yep. So I I, I just put it out there. I mean, so stability yeah. is uh, a value. It's not like yeah. there's co coming more cards in the format, so oh. it's better to <laughs> adapt like in a regular pace and not do too. Uh, people being restless and want to talk a bunch about uh, bans and unbans and this card should be there and that uh, sure uh, but stepping back looking at what it is yeah. uh, that's why I asked you earlier also Anton there's a bunch of yeah. tier one decks and that's a, that's sound for a format right yeah it really is and I, I think yeah. and I guess also for the whole color pile we talked about black back in get in the business and whatever uh, I, I keep seeing decks nowadays like oh okay that, that's playable I, again maybe yeah I think whatever. I didn't answer your question like early on about how we felt about Lantex because um, I've been very very conflicted about this ban but 
the more I think about it, I think it's quite elegant. Because like me and Fluffy, we we really tried to see how could we make black more prevalent in, in pre-modern without banning land tax. And it's like, okay, do we unban necropodans? Do we unban tendrils of agony? Do we unban entomb? And I think what you did, Martin, with just rebanning Lantex kind of opened up so much more black decks in itself, and it's quite elegant. I still want Tendrils of Agony to be unbanned, by the way. But, <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, but I think this was a quite elegant way to to make some lost decks like repop again, or I, I hope people start to repop again. I, I see zombies coming back and like mono black suicide and whatever, and it it mm. warms my heart. So nature is healing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, it's kind of nice seeing how <laughs> it's so weird because uh, as you, Martin, I played mostly old school, like the three ninety four, uh, and sure, there is always like a deck popping up and whatever, but this format is very global. So yeah. uh, you can still go to like a local tournament and people playing, people coming in from different angles and it's not a certain, I would say. Sly is always Sly, of course, but uh, there's like you, once and again, you see a rock deck winning yep. and whatever. Yep. <laughs> so it, it's pretty cool. But should we, should we talk about some points? If there's anything you felt you want to like, explain more deeply or so uh, from your article, Martin, regarding the ban, like uh, the reactions afterwards, the critique or uh, the suggestions or whatever, like, do you want to, do you want to delve some points about it from the article or how do you feel? Do you feel, feel like you explain it all? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's genuinely hard to explain it all, like in a piece of text, yeah. uh, because you need to be concise and then yeah consistent uh, kind of so it's like I see that one thing is like people are kind of uh, I mean they're they're looking for like the perfect consistency like in terms of power level like yeah if we can do survival else or if we could do dreadnought I mean Plantex was not more powerful or something like that, and then yeah. and then if we could do X, then we should do Y, and then said yeah. should be a law, and we should also like then we should also unban this uh, like like card D, like and then we should do this and this and this, and then we have like the perfect consistency, consistent yeah. like ban list in terms of power level. But and this 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 was harder to like formulate. I didn't really go in. In yep. go that deep, but it's something to have in mind for the like the band list as a whole. There are, uh, I mean, even even if you make, even if you, if you try to make it like perfectly consistent in terms of like all what all the single decks and strategies can do, it that doesn't guarantee that you get like an overall. Oh. Fun no, 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 of course, of yeah. course. <laughs> like that's uh, an argument. I oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, let me take one example. So I mentioned that I think that there should be like a critical mass of creature-based uh, strategies that are. I mean, you could call them tier one or like good, good creature decks. Oh. But the thing is, 
like with the carpool in pre-modern, as we know, like creatures are like worse than spells uh, if you compare it to more modern formats. Where, yeah, the trend has been the opposite, right? Yeah. So spells yeah. have gotten weaker and creatures have gotten yeah. uh, yep. ridiculously powerful. So, uh, like, from a from a carpool's perspective, you cannot come up with so many many like like really really strong uh, creatures based strategies. I mean, we have things like goblins and elves, uh, yeah. for instance. They are among and the rebels. Strongest... <laughs> so, sorry. And rebels. Rebels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and mercenaries. Uh, of yeah. yeah. No, but I mean. Merfolk. Uh, like if we we have things like Goblin Lackey and we have things like Yes Cradle for instance or Survival or whatever like you you yep. think is why we're assuming, whatever you think is problematic uh, with those texts or I mean they are extremely powerful but should we for instance take away Goblin Lackey uh, which I think is I mean it is a problematic card. Uh, I think, I think everyone can agree. Like it, it can, it yeah. can lead quickly lead to non games, right? And yes, it puts a lot it's of very it's defining puts a lot for, of for, for the listeners. It's one of the cards that Martin always has been mostly afraid of. That's why he always gets a festering goblin ah. and all this <laughs> black decks. And you usually get one. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean it, it's like format defined. Yeah, you have to respect yeah, it, right? Yeah, clearly, yeah. clearly. Every format uh, needs defining it, cards or will have defining yeah, cards. So, yeah. like, pick your poison. Yeah, but then, yeah. but then the thing is, so we could reason like that. So should we, should we ban Goblin Lucky? But if we do, like the overall power level of the Goblin deck, and we we'll probably push it from a tier one deck to a tier two deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So yeah, then suddenly yeah, we have so. like, do we have? Then we don't have maybe this critical mass of uh, creature deck, and that will have a lot of other effects. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Um, like typical matchups being like non-creature decks versus non-creature. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah, it, it like things become source to plowshares is a good card in premodern at this yeah. moment. But uh, yeah, and <laughs> then you could argue, okay, but we could do that, but we could like simultaneously like ban source to plowshares because that like taxes creatures. Yeah, that would make creatures across the board better. We so we remove like lightning bolt or source and so on, but. But then, then we have to remember that this is like it's not just those cards like Source and Bolt, but it is something more general yeah. uh, in the carpool that creatures are weaker and yeah. uh, spells are strong. So that, this is kind of a long um, parenthesis, perhaps. Yeah, but yeah. It just you have to consider balance. Uh, yeah, just not just not like. Logical. I, I said before that I was very square, but you can't be really square, I think, or you can't be too square about like the, this kind of consistency uh, in terms of power level. And there also, also, I mean, there are some cornerstones like survival of the fittest, like which I think should be, I mean, in the format because I mean, such a, it's yeah, such yeah, a fun yeah. card. It, it, it does. I mean, truly one of those like homeless cards. Yeah. 
What I think is that you like unintentionally did what wizards are doing. Uh, the, you're, you're mentioning in the newer format how the, the creatures are power creeping up to being like making all of the earlier good creatures uh, obsolete. And I, why they did that, uh, as I read about it earlier, is like they like once we had magic being played like all in your hand, like <laughs> nothing on the table basically uh, on different occasions uh, because of like spells being more powerful than creatures. And now maybe it has gone loop-sided or whatever for, for, for the newer formats. We don't know that much about those, but uh, like reading, looking at a table and seeing what's happening uh, that's also beneficial for like understand like for a format and whole I, I think yeah. and me being a mid-range kind of player uh, it's nice to having like being able to win with creatures yeah I th I think it's super interesting to hear your reasoning Martin and um, I agree to it a lot. I, I do want to say I think it's as balanced a format can get but I do miss one cornerstone and that's spell-based combo in this format. And do you have any, first, do you have any quick replies about that? Because I have a follow-up. <laughs> how, how about spell-based combo in pre-modern? What do you feel about it? Uh, I mean, I think you and Fluffy, I kind of introduced uh, <laughs> me to this. I mean, uh, concept because I haven't really thought of it in those terms that you have like spell-based combos. And I mean, uh. to me, it's like I, I thought. I think more broadly, like combo, okay, uh, yeah. combo deck. So I mean, but but when you put it like that, I mean, I guess it's true compared to like legacy. Perhaps it's because I haven't played a, uh, a lot of legacy and vintage because there you have all this like storm shenanigans yeah. and. And so on, and I haven't played those formats a lot. So, but yeah, yep. it's true that uh, I mean, as many people have pointed out, like in in uh, pre-modern, like enchantments are very strong, like artifacts oh, yeah. are very yeah. strong. So you have what do you mm. call it? Permanent-based combis. Mm. I mean, th things like or yeah, and you have permanence with very like weird quirky yeah. effects that you can put together, like devourer and also dementia. So yeah, I mean. It's interesting, um, and yeah. I can see that the spell-based combos appeal to maybe this solitaire puzzle-solving mind, <laughs> like <laughs> counts. The, the beauty of it, yeah. No, but yeah. like that—that's also a thing with us trying to like we really tried tendrils, uh, and uh, yeah, it might work to unban sometime. I hope, but. Really, by banning Lantex, I don't know if we can expect like less chaos blessings in the format, which actually means that brain freeze combo are 
losing a natural enemy in gas blessing decks or the prevalence of a mm-hmm. gas blessing decks which means again that yeah, right. it's very elegant to ban land decks if that increases the amount of gas blessings and then we can start playing like mono blue storm or brain freeze dream house decks whatever so again like land the land text ban grows on me like it opens up so much more brew space again mm. that's what i wanted yeah. to get at but um, please reconsider Tentrals of Agony also. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. next, next question, Berlin. Uh, Necro. Yeah, so <laughs> I think this is like the main, I'm, I'm not going to say critique, but whatever. Like the community has some complaints, of course. Some are very happy about this ban and some are not. Uh, they felt that Lantex didn't show the the numbers, the, the high win rate, the dominance uh, to earn a band. And you have been into it, but do you want to like explain a minute or two more qualitatively why it was still a good reason to ban it, or do you feel it's explained already? Um, I mean, you can... I mean, we, we, we can go back and forth a little bit if you want, uh, if you have specific questions, but uh, I think I... I went I went into most of it in the blog post like uh, in terms of dominance in, ter- in terms of how big share of the field yep. uh, it has uh, I think uh, I wrote that I mean we can't really expect like any deck any single deck we can't really expect any dominance in a format like this because people choose their decks for so many different reasons. Yep. Uh, mm. Like card availability and prices, that's one thing, but even more so, I think just like people playing like what they like and love, and like like decks that fit their play style. And here in particular, I think like the the slant text decks they were appealed perhaps to I don't know, I mean, not not, not to the broad masses. if I can say so, oh, they're, they're very special, like, kind of passive, passive decks in a way. Uh, I mean, n- nothing, yeah. n- nothing bad against that per se, but it's just uh, <laughs> there's a lot, lot of people, not, a lot of sadists. Not thinking of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, and um, yeah, pe- special, uh, special mention to Pink Prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but also of course like Mox Diamond costing a lot of so. so that that that's about like. Uh, dominance, but I mean, then you can think of. It could be useful to think about like the the broader field or the broader meta game and like the mm-hmm. quote unquote like winners like field or winners yeah. meta game, which we, which maybe more uh, like abstract concept, but yeah. you mean like the, a competitive mind, like how you're. Oh, what do you mean by winners meta game, like how? I mean, more like if, if you're you, headstrong you, and want to win, uh, basically, only looking for that deck. Like, <laughs> I mean, kind of like if people like choose more optimal decks, that would be like have, probably have a lar- larger share. But or you could also think yeah. of like what you will meet like in the finals or something like that, mm. or in the mm. like in the playoffs. Mm. Uh, if like, we would have had like. Like with poker, <laughs> you can enter a, I don't know, you're paying $1,000 to enter a poker yeah. tournament. Then you're expecting to see money back, I guess. And you're really bringing your best 
uh, or you can play poker with your friends home at the kitchen table and don't and play with matchsticks yeah, yeah. i guess uh, and <clears throat> clearly you see different types of decks in the different ways people are playing but i think one of the reasons i, I just would <laughs> take it down for the protocol when you uh like basically discuss it this is way back when you unbanned it uh like oh, i think it might be fine you were more thinking of like it's not broken i guess uh, but in then when you unbanned it uh, but my only reasoning for i didn't like land tax then uh it was basically because it's it's such a boring <laughs> card to play against uh so and that doesn't make I, th I think you are more research. Yeah, that's very subjective. Uh, in that that's sense. boring yeah, fun. Yeah, it's yeah. very, it's very <laughs> subjective. But that yeah. that's still true. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and and it's still like I don't know what you call it anachronistic. Like how you need to as a as a opponent you need to play differently, and it, it's like a win-win situation for you as a land tax player in a mm. sense. Yeah. It's not that hard playing land tax. It's more complicated to everyone has to address land tax in a way. Yeah. No, but uh, I get what you're saying. I mean, it's definitely uh, like an unfun aspect to it. I mean, the thing that like it punishes you for playing lands, just as you said mm. uh, before and then. I mean, and and also Druid, it's it's the same in a way. Yeah. Uh, of yeah. course. Uh, it, yeah. Punish you. Punishes you for that. I mean, and there, there is a category mm. of cards, other cards as well, that are. They have this thing to them, and some of them we have maybe like reevaluated a little bit, in, like in more modern times. Like another card you can think of is Black Vice, because that's that's a card which like it punishes punishes yep. you when you're, for instance, mana screw when you can when it's already going bad. Black Vice is. <laughs> like it makes it even worse right yeah. that's it has very long been a hated card especially like when like among the beginners right because then you often like build decks with too few lands etc etc but uh maybe like that card maybe we think a little bit different mm. about today because now now you could think about it more so like a win more because i mean if your opponent is cannot is mana screwed and cannot play mm. cards then we don't maybe need Black Vice to win anyway. We could win with anything. So, uh, serious weirding but... instead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, and there, and there are things like Mind Twist. I mean, which is on the ban list. I yeah. mean, like it's in the class of random discard yeah. cards. Uh, yeah. They can be unfun. I mean, I think it's. We, that's not the topic it's of probably today's not talk. like game winning to turn one uh, i don't know dark ritual mind twists clearly but, yeah, but i mean it can be if, if i take uh, the only two lands that you kept yeah. or yeah. or yeah, exactly. the only, or the, the two cards exactly. that were like the payoff in your hand so but yeah. but that's that's uh, another a topic for another yeah, yeah. Uh, but but like the unfun aspect uh, i think is part of it uh, yeah. I mentioned it, but but it's not. It's that together to to with that, everything else. Uh, yeah. You also mentioned uh, in the in your article that to add to that also the uh, like 
tournament aspect of yeah, it. The yeah, the logistics. Yeah, usually going to time yeah. Yeah. and all of that. So, um, well, it's worth mentioning, not just looking at like data points, <laughs> like there's other yeah. aspects to it also. Yeah, but but so regarding the other points, so you you talk about like win percentage and you talk about like the dominance in the field. So I uh, I answered about the about the dominance. About but what about the win win percentage? I mean, it could be that only one person plays it, and then you could like judge the yeah. win percentage. Yeah. Or even if even if no one played it, uh, right? You could yeah, yeah. Uh, try to assess the win percentage. But uh, the thing with that is. Uh, it's basically the short answer is basically it's something which is quite hard to do, uh, like reliably. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm all for statistics. I mean I work with yeah. statistical analysis in various ways and so on. So, but the thing with statistics, you have to. I mean, you have to you have to like, have some understanding of how like the data was generated and so on, and like these are not perfect experiments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like the like the the win rates like that you get from uh, from the field. I mean, uh, and this is like even like small sample size aside, uh, there are. Uh, I mean, if you take just like a bunch of players playing a deck, it's not for sure that that they like. Represent that the potential of, course, of the of deck. Course. So I think yes. I, th I think a more more relevant kind of metric is like the like the best potential. Like when you have yeah. a really good player who knows the deck uh, and so on. Uh, and mm. I think from that perspective, uh, I mean, I think we can see that like some good players. Like they gravitated towards the deck, and they mm -hmm. like they perform really well with the deck. But so I would say like, uh, but 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 it is uh, it is uh, like it is a qualitative assessment as well. I want to say that I want to be but, like upfront with that. It's not yeah. it's not based on like it's based on data, but it's not based mm. on uh, win percentage data from like tournament X Y Z. No. Yeah, but but data is I mean yeah, data is I mean can also be other things like yeah. and, and like the general like general experience like our our collective like experience with magic uh, also says something. When we play against a deck, right? You play a game, you play a match and then you feel like okay how can I like combat this even with adaptations and so on I mean that that is also data it's I mean it's harder to maybe quantify or if it's maybe it's not out on the internet or so on but it's also type of data that that we can act on so Martin this is this is so fun to hear I'm also into like research and I do both quantitative and qualitative data and hearing a statistician actually acknowledge that there is a qualitative terms of evidence to bring into the discussion is it, it warms my heart a lot and I think people should understand that like not, nothing is pure quantitative and kudos for you to bring a ban before everyone invested in for Mox Diamonds and uh, for Lantex and just to like wait and see if there would be a 
potential quantitative support for it to make it meta uh, dominance and then have it banned and have everyone feel bad then so like a very hard decision i i, I reckon and uh, yeah yeah it, so it, kudos. it was genuinely very hard and i mean i i also feel genuinely like sad for those i mean who uh, who lost their pet deck and yep. i mean who put a lot of work in it but and I think the prophetic was like, and, and the different prophetic, they were like, and also think prison decks, and they were like works of art in themselves, yeah. and uh, it's really cool yeah. to see, because that was something that, these decks were spawned just in pre-modern, right? Yeah. Uh, these specific versions, so, yeah. you uh, in this universe, and now I have yeah, you, to like, kill them, yeah. so it's... Yeah. Yeah. It, you, you're mentioning pink prison, that kind of deck, it's usually probably not like seen and this one is very specific also um, and it, we also seen a big influx of I don't know quote-unquote uh, like famous <laughs> players getting into the format of especially after the pandemic and they like hedge it towards this tier one-ish era but I, I would also like to stress not knowing anything about statistics or whatever <laughs> like you guys like looking at uh, it's also a bit like the moon landing or whatever. Like we're going to the moon, we're doing this, we're doing this. If everyone just doing that, that's not, uh, it doesn't mean that if everyone's talking about, that's also a bit of like the community as a whole. People just, as at least as, that's my viewing of it. Uh, one week it can be about elves. And yep. uh, because one tournament in uh, uh, like Europe or whatever, oh. and then, this can happen and especially with famous people and quote-unquote famous people <laughs> in the community uh, adopting their pet deck that makes it also like oh this must be the best deck ever and like so there's so many variables <laughs> that that like makes it i wouldn't say problematic but uh it doesn't make it true either um and that especially goes for parfait i haven't seen that many other decks in the past i think Pink Prism was a really crazy deck, uh, also problematic yeah. for for the opponents. <laughs> like not that fun to play against usually. So uh, it's not. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, but like it, yeah. it didn't make a big showing that deck. So <laughs> no, it took time. But yeah, Lantex like it. Yeah, it had so many interesting shells. I I kind of yeah. I also want to like share my my uh, sorrow to everyone who like brewed with that because like seeing this gush bruise combined with land tax and scroll rack it yeah. was a work of art basically uh but yeah. yeah i'm i'm come to my peace with this martin i think uh, yeah. i think it was a good and, call and you end. brushed through their scroll rack also yeah. and martin you addressed that in the article that also there's so many cards connected to it right so uh it it's weird. Where, where, where is the heart of it? And I think you hit the nail on the head uh, yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, so we're, we talked about data a bit. We talked about ban arguments in the community and whatever. Uh, before leaving the whole ban, unbanning discussion, I just want to like make things clear uh, from you, Martin. Uh, we, 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 to summarize whatever all, we, all the blabbering we did, 
things are going on steadily, right? You just made a ban. Uh, there's no rushing into anything now, right? People will ask the question, right? So. Yeah, no, certainly uh, things will have to stabilize a bit Adapt. now. Adapt. Yeah. I think Martin wrote last night in the Discord that there won't be another ban this year, at least, to calm mm-hmm. people down. <laughs> Didn't say anything so about unban. Yeah, yeah, they're saying there's a chance. Yeah, they're saying there's a chance there's coming an unban. Yeah, yeah, who knows? By the way, I have to keep you a bit in the dark. <laughs> yeah. <as well. laughs> right? yeah, clearly. I'm, I'm not uh, pushing you as far, but I'm just, uh, um, well, we. I think we, we came to some good conclusions regarding what's actually going on and not and also uh, I think I've stressed this before uh, it's not me for instance I don't have any inside info and you not either no, Anton. No. Uh, so it's not like a big cabal of a gathering that makes these decisions and from what I know it's not uh, like financially <laughs> fixed or anything and I'm I'm very proud of you uh, Martin as a friend mm. like you yeah. took it this far and how gr- how big it has grown and uh, uh, you're, you're you're taking it seriously for all us uh, players out there uh, so good job thank you yeah you've been like a true true prophet regarding premodern like there's so many decisions that has happened throughout the years that yeah i don't think anyone could have managed it better so yeah hats off man you're doing a great job (laughs) now we kiss now we kiss now we kiss (laughs) so uh anton do we have time for your special little segment or yeah i think we do and uh i mean we only talked about one hour right uh, yeah. So, should we play Brew That or Screw That with the father of Premodern himself? Go. Let's. Yeah, play, this, play the intro, Seb. Awesome. All right, it's been a while since we did this, and... Um, we covered some cool cards so far, but the rules of brew that or screw that, I will say a card, I will ask Martin, do they want to brew that card or do they, do they think it's too bad and we should screw it? I think Martin is the most, uh, I don't think he will uh, brew on many of the cards. Actually. <laughs> it will only be like festering goblin. No, no. no. He, he's more of a, I don't know. <laughs> You're, you're I'm a more of a screwer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that what you think? <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. All right, first Thanks. card Thanks. is a black CMC1 card for B. A mm-hmm. sorcery called Bubbling Muck. So, until end of mm-hmm. turn, whenever a player taps a swamp for mana, it produces an additional black. So, high tide, but it's black. Brew that or screw that? <clears throat> Martin. I brew that. Brew that, okay. Do you want to okay. go deeper? Uh, no, <laughs> deeper into the mark. No, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I haven't. So this is a card I haven't thought so much about it. But I mean, this is. Uh, I mean, if it's if it's a high, at least a black high tide. I mean, clearly a high tide was super broken. So uh, I mean, clearly someone should try, right? I mean, probably 
could do something with it, right? I mean, we have ramp cards, uh, like cards like, I don't know, Harrow just comes mm. to my mind, or uh, what's it called? It's called Natural Balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm, I mean, there, yeah. there are ways to to Maybe. fetch swamps, like yeah. uh, get them on the battlefield. So I don't know. We have Drain Life. We have mm. you know prosperity. I mean, there are other. Yeah, I mean, there are ways to untap lands and, yeah. We have a spell-based combo yeah. brew coming up here. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Cool. Uh, uh, that's what I'm hearing. Seb, what do you think? Brew that or screw that? I'd rather play Cabal so <laughs> Okay. That's just... The mid-range player. Yeah. yeah. Go go find your Cabal Coffer. Go to the coffers. Yeah. Okay, so that's, my so that's a... Is that a screw that? Yeah, because... I thought Martin would say that it's everything is unplayable. At <laughs> no, maybe maybe it's he has to. Uh, the summer has made him good. Maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's it's done him some good. That's good. Okay, next card. I I was uncertain whether I brought up this card before, but I don't think I think I've cut it each time. So, excuse me, listeners, if this card has been up prior to this, but I don't think it has. Brew that or screw that. Parallax Nexus. The black parallax enchantment from Nemesis. So two colorless, one black. Mm. Fading five. All right. Remove a fade counter from parallax nexus. Target opponent exiles a card from their hand. Activate this ability only anytime you could cast a sorcery. And as always with the parallax enchantments, when it leaves the battlefield, each player returns to their hand all cards they own. Exiled with parallax nexus. Brew that or screw that. Martin. Mm, give me a second here. So it's a lot of this, text. Yeah, this is actually interesting. So, so we're so fading five. Sorcerer, yeah, it's a sorcery effect, unlike yeah. the other. Unlike right, so the others. Okay, so then you can't use the silo cleansing trick. No, only for right. one card. Only for one card. But yeah, you could use I the mean, obsolescence parallax wave trick. Yeah, uh, but then we know like there is already something kind of better to do, <laughs> like you can remove yeah, yeah. all your lands. But uh, you could stifle it? You could stifle the leaves the battlefield trigger? Yeah, that's the true. Um, I mean, it's, so it's still... And it's five counters, so yeah. you can still like take the whole hand mm -hmm. uh, for three mana. I mean, I say... I say, I say, I say brew it, because it feels <laughs> like... I mean, there should be like some payoff there uh, potentially um, I mean even I don't know even taking like your own hand what mm -hmm. can we do with that is something like balancing act yeah what is called a breakthrough like I don't know cards uh -huh. like where I don't know yeah where you have to discard your hand lion side down I don't know something mm -hmm. there has to be something I can't like come up with something but yeah it feels it feels like it's price at three, which is like kind of a threshold. I mean, if it costs four, then it has to be like something really powerful, uh, obviously. Uh. But at three, we could give it some slack. Yeah, nice. And we have Dark Ritual. We have Dark yeah, Ritual. Right? Yeah, so. Cool. Seb, what, what yeah, do you think? Dark Ritual. Uh, well, I think it's a cool card. Mm -hmm. uh, so, sure. I, I don't have any good reasoning behind it. Uh, I was thinking about are there any ways of. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the only thing, the biggest drawback is the sorcery speed. Yeah, 
uh, I guess. Uh, otherwise, it would have been really, really playable. It's the fixed uh, mind twist, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have that in mind, probably, or something. Uh, I mean, I guess with uh, like the source of speed, like I'm guessing that the reason is that you should not be able to like take the card in the draw step immediately, like before they are able to play it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, I don't think. And but this is like a side effect that you can't do the trick. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's an interesting. Like when effect. would you like to you like? Is uh, in his or her hand? Yeah. Seb is really thinking hard on this. Yeah. One. No. No. Yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let, let's move on. Was, let's move on. So yeah, we, we, we want to brew like, that card at least. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Next card. Incident. Coincidentally, it has a nice combo with Parallax Nexus. So. Avatar of Will, the prophecy stable. So for mm. six colorless, blue, blue, you get a flying five, six. But if an opponent has no cards in hand, Avatar of Will costs six less to play. Brew that or screw that. Martin. I mean, uh, brew that. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say now? <laughs> Okay, so you're you're setting it up with the parallax then. Okay. It's one way. Yeah. It's one way. <laughs> but I mean, come uh, on, a five-six flyer for blue-blue, pretty good. Yeah. Are they on the other way of? <clears throat> it's double blue. That's no. the problem, I guess. No. Sab, what do you, what do you, how do you feel been... about this? Should we yeah, well, I kind of like it. No? I kind of like it. Uh... When, how can you get people <laughs> down on cards in that sense? I think you already won, actually, if, you're <laughs> if your opponent don't have any cards. You can win with a 2-2, two -two usually. You can have something on the board, Seb. Yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah, okay. Yeah, screw that, sorry. But it's cool. I would love to see it. Okay, uh, cool, cool. We have some brewy cards here. All right. It's a shame that it, it's a shame that they cost like eight. I mean, I if they costed like yeah. six or something, that would be like a hammer hammer the gym. Yeah. Uh, so that, exactly. That, that they could be, I mean, remote, remotely costable even without the alternative. That would be that would make it more interesting if they have like two actual modes, but eight is so much. So. Well, you mm. you have the power in your hand, Mark, and you you kind of like own this format. So you feel free to. Errata, power level errata, any cards at any time. Yeah. And you can errata it to be a merfolk <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that also. Like a new feature type <laughs> overhaul for pre-modern. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> All right, next card. This this is a suggestion from pre-modern Denmark. Some people like to um, chime in of suggestions to brew that or screw that segment, and I thank you so much for it. So this one was a spoiler for me from Ice Age. It's called Hallowed Ground. So mm. one colorless white enchantment. Pay white white return target non-snow land you control to its owner's hand do that or screw that seb you go mm -hmm. first this time um why was it non-snow covered land because it's in then? ice age so i guess uh, they had to put okay. snow on something I'm just sure. being cute yeah. um why would you like to oh no it's double white 
that's the problem mm. to return a target non-snow-recovered land. Um, yeah, no, I don't see it being playable. If it would have been like for one color less, maybe you could do a bunch of cool stuff with it. Yeah. So no. <laughs> okay, Martin, do you like lands? Uh, mm. Yeah, but screw that. I mean, we have. This is, I mean, strictly worse than three rounds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, white, so right, you don't right. have to splash blue. The trade rounds, it's colorless to use, right? So and it's one blue. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, and, and it has the other effect as well, right? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, the the other kind of uh, like crucial effects of. Uh, like discard a land card. Draw a card. I, I was yeah. hoping no one would bring up trade routes as a counter example, but yeah, yeah I kind of agree with you guys. Yeah, and yeah, also yeah. with trade routes, yeah. I mean, you can bounce your snow covered lands. Mm, important. All right, important sorry, yeah. sorry, Primor and Denmark. We're gonna screw this card. I, th I still think the most fun thing you said was splash blue. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to splash blue. <laughs> Yeah, but lands, well, you know, horn green decks, they, they tend to be black, oh, sorry, uh, green white. So yeah, I don't know. Okay, All right, sure, it was worth sure. a shot. Okay, last card for today, mm -hmm. Goblin Trenches, the Apocalypse Chase Rare. So for one colorless red white enchantment, pay two mana, sacrifice a land, put two one one red and white Goblin Soldier creature tokens into play. Brew that or screw that, Martin. I mean, uh, now that land tax is gone, I have to say screw that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> screw that. Yeah. Uh, okay. It, it, you, you, you said screw that. This yeah. was played in uh, Pink Prison, right? Some iterations no. of it, like, oh, had a one off. Yeah. yeah. Not the original. I, of no. course, I can remember. But, yeah. But, I mean, but to be fair, it, I mean, it, is, it is a fairly, like, powerful effect. I mean, it, it's pretty good. Mm. Like, but yeah. you, get, you get two tokens. I mean, if it, yeah. Typically, mm. you would get one token, <laughs> like yeah. with the cards from this period, yeah. like, and then it yeah. would really suck. But I mean, it's not—it's not so sucky in itself, right? Mm. You can get like, like if you have six mana, you can just like boom, get six goblins. So I mean, it's—it's a—it's a decent card. So, like the co color combination is a bit awkward exactly. in pre-modern red white. Actually, that's so, what—that's yeah. what I was going for. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. this the, was the, would have been like red black uh, or like any like ally color. Mm. Uh, it would be more appealing for sure. It would be splashed into goblins. Yeah, uh, yeah maybe. Yeah, Why not? Yeah. It's uh, it's like you're you're not using land. I don't know, six, seven. Yeah, as a late uh, game bomb, like in goblins, or even look. five. Yeah. I guess you, you don't really care about that. It's, yeah. yeah, and. Your it's uh, you can do it in your opponent's uh, end step, so you work around uh, uh, like wogs and whatever in a way. So yep. yeah, but the the red white part is the problematic. That's sad actually. We need a new uh, pink. Deck. We need plateau in pre-modern. Plateau, no. yeah, Martin. <laughs> If it's uh, like four and black <laughs> that feels a bit like. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's it for brew that or screw that. Thank you guys for playing. Now we can play the outro sub. Should we wrap this uh, this evening? 
up. I think so. Yep. I think so. Um, it's kind of weird talking about band. It's it's in a way it's kind of boring also yep. <laughs> because like you're you're talking uh, so much about hypothetics, but uh, now we've we've done it. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully, Martin, you said your piece. We didn't miss anything. We didn't let you speak to a certain time about this <laughs> topic. Now everyone should overanalyze yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> let let exactly. the hate storm calm. Yeah. No, but yeah, also kudos to you, Martin. Like that day, how nervous were you when when you posted the Lantex ban note? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm over nervousness. Ah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess, but yeah. No. I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to say. I mean, you. I mean, people will react, and yeah. uh, I have to say, like, people uh, will react. Yeah, I mean, but I have That's to say that. That's a quote. I've got to i got to take it out. The quote: People will react. New episode. Yeah, but, from Martin. But, people will react. Like, as I wrote also uh, in Discord the other day, like the opposite would be worse. Like if people were like indifferent. Yeah. I mean, what would that say? I mean, that would be that would not be good, right? So no. people care about this. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. 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 People. Uh, I mean, invest their time in like in the decks mm-hmm. and yeah. for, I mean, that that is. Um, I mean, it's amazing. Uh, so... it, it is. It is. But but to spin up with that Discord discussion, because I think eh, it's worth mentioning here on the pod, like there's a time and there's a place for everything, right? So I'm not saying... You're, you're talking about the yeah, Discord I'm discussion gonna put that, I'm, on the... Yeah, I'm going to put it... On the main... Uh, yeah, the main pre-modern chat. Discord, uh, the wild speculation chat. But basically... <laughs> Like, it's awesome that people care and people do care a lot of pre-modern and the band list, but like every, I feel like the last year, every big tournament is basically just, a lot of guys tend to don't give a shout out to the tournament or the players who did well. It's just like, it's just another data point to them to justify mm-hmm. their their hypothesis about the next banning that needs to happen. And I think, I mean, there's a time and place for that too, of course, but like, please remember, this is a gathering. It's like when there's a big tournament as it was in like South America, the their championship. Like, let's praise that. Like, that's that's a cool thing. And like, we have a new potential meta coming up with after the Lantex ban. Instead of just like immediately cry wolf and say now elves won the South American Championship, elves is gonna be the best deck, and we need to ban it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. End of rant. But like, there's a time and place yeah. for that. But also like, remember to fucking give cred and acknowledge the good players that like won the tournament and like they put up a. Sh- great fucking show that day so let's stay joyful and praise that Calm we have a good fucking Tom. format but yeah all right end of round sorry sorry Let, let's bring it back to the light <laughs> yeah martin amen you you're, you're playing the pre-modern uh, european championship aren't you you're playing in it this time again right indeed Indeed, that's cool. Yeah, that yeah. is. Cool. I'm, I'm People... fortunate to have uh, Anton, among others, uh, organizing it uh, so nicely for mm. for us, so that I can relax and actually play. So that yeah, 
yeah, really Mark, thankful for that. Martin, you're also part of the team, but yeah, we are super happy that you can play and let us uh, deal with the details during the the game day. But uh, behind the scenes, you're of course with the, the with the tournament organized group, so mm-hmm. we uh, don't undersell yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, Anton, uh, let's make the shout out. It's the is it thirty? Yeah, or September thirty. Uh, in Germany, Darmstadt again. Uh, so, Mitja Held and Jens Jäger home turf. Uh, so, yeah, basically the old uh, crew from last year is doing it again. This time um, mm. a bit bigger. So, we have a player cap of 220 players. And um, it will be a, two, a three day actually Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, like weekend of nerdery and a lot of magic and beer. So it will yeah. be awesome. But but the Eurochamps is on September 30. Eight rounds of Swiss followed by top eight. So like we will probably bring you, I don't know, 13 hours of stream. So you should like tell your Tune kids, in. tell your spouse, tell your boss that you, you want to sit and chat with us on Twitch for 13 hours on that Saturday. Unless you're coming to play, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Martin, you and I, are we playing this weekend? I hope so. Are you finding? Are you brewing your deck for the champs, or are you just playing different decks in general at this point? Uh, I have a couple of ideas. Yeah. Uh, for Let's the listeners, uh, Martin brought his lands deck. Of course, it did. Last time, right? <laughs> uh, and you uh, you crushed. Did they crush or crash? <laughs> Crash is rather what I should have said, but uh, I was trying to make fun of uh, how you didn't crush. So, but uh, this time around, um, you're, you're, are you are you looking into making amends for lost time? Are you spiking, Benny? Are you spiking? Uh, we don't know yet. We don't know. Thinking yet. about considering it. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, I want to mention once again. Two at least good uh, posts from you now in the brew section of the premodernmagic.com. That's where we can find the, uh, the blog, right? And the, all the ban lists and whatever we talked about earlier and all the articles you wrote. Yeah, it's, it's good to have the blog active again. I love it. Yeah. And you can find my excellent, excellent inputs from maybe... 2012 <laughs> on the format or whatever. <laughs> They're awesome. Uh, it's t- time for a new guest post. Yeah, from the yeah. two of you, maybe. Um, okay, yeah, okay. I, I need to have some. Uh, I just need to go and collect my data. Well, I need to analyze uh, what is the best deck. We will do the Parallax Nexus Avatar Will combo deck when we break, okay, when we break okay. it. Let's put a primer on the, the blog. I can just monthly write about uh, <laughs> The Rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every month I write about The Rock. Cool. The, the Rock Weekly. <laughs> weekly. Follow up. Yeah. <laughs> Follow up. I forgot to mention this last time. Yeah, but if there's any archetype. <laughs> In game three, I actually made it this. <laughs> if there's any archetype that actually could do a The Rock Weekly, it's The Rock. Uh, or like insert archetype weekly, because there's so many iterations of it. and. Uh, still innovation yeah, uh, as we see like that, with the land rock 
recently. So that is yeah. true. Uh, thank you for joining us, Martin. You're always welcome to come here and orate about the stuff you're doing. Yeah, thanks for giving us Primordial, Martin. That's that's not a small gift to the world. Mm. And uh, Anton, have you stepped down from your soapbox now? My soapbox. Are you calming down? From the heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was standing on a sofa. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm calm down now. Mm. Good, good, <laughs> good, good. I uh, hope to see you guys soon. And uh, all of you out there, adieu, farewell. Farewell. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Our job is seeding the game so that all those different emotional things can happen. And that's, like I say, magic really isn't one game. That's, this is a big secret that no one, no one tells you. Magic is 20 games, 30 games, 40. It, what we've done is we've managed to take all these games that are similar and put them under an umbrella and sell 40 games as one game. Because the guy that's playing Commander at home in the kitchen versus you know, the guy who's coming into tournaments at Worlds and playing versus, you know, Magic is mini games to many people. And what we are doing is kind of making this tool that allows everybody who, you know, to sort of modify the game to make it what they want. You know, and that's the tricky part. We're not making the same game. You know, the guy at Worlds who's trying to min-max, you know, is a three or two or, you know, that's a completely different play experience from the guy who's like, I'm trying to make my deck as flavorful as I can. You know, like I remember we, you know, we, we have contests where people would build decks. And you know, there's a great thrill of just making a deck and go, wow, you know, look, it's my clam deck and I put one mox pearl on it. You know, that's stuff like that is just awesome, where it's it goes beyond, it's a different experience than saying, wow, I I proved myself, I'm the world champion. You know, and they're both awesome. All of this is awesome. That's what makes magic the game it is, is there's so many different ways to enjoy it. But our job is to sort of make sure each of those ways is available.